Welcome to the Mike Abadir Show. You'll want to sit tight this hour as host Mike Abadir and co-host Gino Bacola talk to the experts, celebrities, and figures from the worlds of sports and business of sports. We cover the NFL, baseball, basketball, soccer, and horse racing, so we have all of the bases covered. Now, we just need your participation. Here is your host, Mike Abadir. Welcome to the Mike Abadir Show. Mike and Gino are live in Las Vegas at the Treasure Island Casino for day one of the NCAA tur- tournament. And we are super excited to be broadcasting here from the mecca of sports wagering, Las Vegas. Can you now, hear it in the background, folks? It is awesome. I'm drowning you out, Mike, because I am too excited. So we're going to try to, uh, you know, bring bring to you the best quality information as we can, and hopefully, monster slam dunk. How are you doing, Gino? How are you loving Vegas? Oh man, we got here nice and early. We're all set up. We are at the Treasure Island, right at the entrance of the sports book. So if you're around, come on by, hang out with us. Right now we're watching Oklahoma, Rhode Island. Rhode Island's up by four with just about four minutes left in the game. Right State, Tennessee's going. We've got Gonzaga going, Kansas and Penn just tipped off. This is when it starts to really get rolling, Mikey, because we have four games going right now. And then as soon as every one of these games ends, the next one's going to come right on in. We're going to pull some guests on. We're going to get their thoughts, their final four selections. I've got a couple wagers to make today. And Trey Young with a bucket, keeping Oklahoma within four here let let's uh let's take a little dive through our bracket though mike before we start getting all the guests in before we start bringing everyone else in do you have your bracket pulled up i do and i'm uh i'm actually feeling much more confident than i than in years past you know in years past i've kind of put together this bracket and i'm like i don't know this could be a really really good one or it could really stink i'm actually feeling pretty good about mine this year what about yourself I'm not feeling good about yours to be honest but go ahead go ahead here's the funny thing and we haven't shared each other's picks yet, but I know how you think, and I'm guessing that we're going to be polar opposites, which means that I'm going to win and that you're going to lose. I don't see that happening. We do want to thank everyone who joined in on the uh, the Mike Abadir Show bracket pool that we have on Yahoo Sports. We got 110 members, Mike, and we're going to have prizes for the top three finishers. So for those of you out there who got involved, we really appreciate it. And we'll continue to update after each round. We'll see who's in the lead. We'll see who's doing well. Uh, $200 gift card for Amazon to the winner. And they'll get the opportunity to come on and host a segment. And people have been asking me, Mike, whatever you want, we can talk about. And I said, whatever you want. Anything you want, there are no rules or regulations. I know what your, your your wheels are spinning, Mikey. Which get is kind of, of get funny. Get your mind out of the gutter. Get, just get your mind out of the gutter already. I know where you were going. We don't have any fans or listeners that would be wanting to talk gutter talk, okay? Nobody would want to be doing that, Mikey. Let's yeah, you know, back. I think a lot of times people ask that question because they're curious. Like, anything goes, but then when it comes down to it, they want to talk about their teams. They want to talk about the journey. They want to talk about how they won. And hopefully they've made some money along the way, maybe in some big money tournaments and things of that nature. But look, bottom line is this. Any of these tournaments require some skill. They require some luck. Can't tell you how many times that a friend's girlfriend or wife takes down the whole thing that admittedly knows nothing. And then the so-called experts uh, don't do so hot sometimes. On the flip side, they select based on their mascots. The mascots. When is when they is when uh, 
you know, when, when the experts do better because most of them are chalk players. But I know that's not you and that's not me. So why don't you walk us through, uh, do you want to start with the final four? Do you want to talk let, about some big upsets along the, the way? We're going to go from top left part of the bracket with Virginia on top. We'll kind of breeze through. And uh, if you differ with, with me, jump in. As, as we go through, I think Virginia, I have Virginia moving through. And then the 8-9 Kansas State-Creighton game, I have Kansas State moving through. Um, Kentucky, I've got moving through. And Arizona, I've got moving through. Do you have any difference in those games? We're pretty much on the same page with that. Yeah. And then we, we go below. One of, uh, one of the really hot upset plays, a lot of people have been picking Loyola of Chicago. Loyola of Chicago, they beat Florida earlier in the year without senior guard Ben Richardson. This is a team that was 21-2 with Ben Richardson this year. He averages 30 minutes per game. He's one of those do-everything guys. Um, he can score a bucket for you. He can pick up a couple assists, a couple rebounds, a steal. Loyola of Chicago is 17-1 in their last 18 games. They are only, a based on where you're looking, a one- to two-point underdog. They're only a one-and-a-half-point dog here at the Treasure Island. I like Loyola of Chicago to beat Miami. Remember, Miami is now without Bruce Brown Jr. They were 14-5 and with him. They've been 7-4 and without him. I think Loyola of Chicago can win a game. I actually think they might be able to win two games and beat Tennessee and go to the Sweet 16. So I have Loyola there, Tennessee, Nevada beating Texas, and then Cincinnati on the bottom. Cincinnati winning a couple games uh, to move on there. So, Mikey, in the south there, um, any uh, anything else that jumps out at you? No, I think we're, we're once again on, on the same page, which is a little bit surprising to me. But yeah, my two big upsets in, uh, in in this part of the bracket are Creighton as an eight seed, Loyola as an 11 seed. I do have them advancing as well. I think Loyola is maybe a little bit underrated because they're more under the radar. They're a little bit less known. Um, Miami on the flip side, like you said, they're down a man, a key guy. And uh, I think this uh, 11 seed is ripe for an upset here. So once again, we're we're on the same page. Okay, let's continue to move down a little bit with Xavier. Xavier is the of the one seed. Xavier is the one that a lot of people that are thinking you're going to have an early exit. Um, I like Z- Xavier's going to win their first game. I have Missouri beating Florida State. Then another one of my upsets come. Um, you're going to hear a lot about South Dakota State, and you're going to hear about a man named Mike Dom, the Dominator, who averages just under 24 points a game, 10.4 rebounds per game. This man shoots 42% from the three and 85% from the free throw line. He is 6'9", 250, a junior forward. He scored 30 points, 30 plus points, 12 times this year, and they had a 10 and 2 record in those two games. In, in those games, and the lone two losses were losses at Kansas State and at Wichita State. So we know that Mike Dom can score, and we know that he can score against legit teams in Kansas and Wichita State. Ohio State, they played Michigan State once at home, Purdue once on the road, and they got two games in conference against Indy, Rutgers, and Iowa. I think they beat up on some of the weaker teams in the conference. They didn't have to play Michigan State twice. They didn't have to play Purdue twice. The last five games, they lost twice to Penn State, and they lost at Michigan. They beat Rutgers, and they beat Indiana by two at OT. I don't think Ohio State is coming into the tournament very well. I'm going to play this game. South Dakota State, I'm going to play them, Mikey. It's going to be one of my wagers today. They are eight-point underdogs. I think if we can play them on the money line, they are plus 275 because I have them upsetting Ohio State there, and, uh, and I have them meeting Gonzaga in round two. Houston, Michigan, Texas A&M, and North Carolina for me, and that means I don't have one of your very big upsets in the West. Tell us about one of the Cinderella teams that you have making a, a long run here. 
Yeah, so we're pretty much, once again, uh, pretty pretty close to being on the same page. The main differences are I actually have Ohio State advancing. I understand that uh, South Dakota State has, uh, you know, the the, the, the big-time scorer over there. And it's, the we've dominator, seen it before, it's the dominator, Mike. the dominator. The dominator. We've seen it before where maybe a team that's got one stud player, you know, like take uh, Steph Curry from a few years back can carry a team like a Davidson, for example. We've seen teams like that make long runs, big runs in the tourney. But with that said, I think Ohio State is one of those teams that this is they're, they're fielding probably not one of their better teams over the last few years, but very under the radar, not getting a lot of attention. Like you said, they're coming into this on a little bit of a slump. They're not necessarily playing their best basketball. But here's the one thing I like about them. They're a really good defensive team. And I think they're going to be able to uh, shut down the uh, South Dakota offense and uh, find a way to oh! win. Big, big there. We got a fun one going here, Mikey. Oklahoma, this, uh, Rhode Island. Between Oklahoma and Rhode Island there. Uh, so I'm sure everybody can hear that in the background. It's a very tight game, one-point game with uh, under two minutes to go there. We'll keep you updated on that. But the, uh, the the big upset that I've got, Gino, is San Diego State over Houston. San Diego State is one of my teams that I've got going pretty far. Now, they're going to give up a ton of points. You know, I think they average uh, giving up uh, close to 80 points a game. But they're also oh, back and forth. Points. San Diego State is my big upset in that region. Wow, we got a really fun game here with Oklahoma and Rhode Island. It is just going back and forth, back and forth. Trey Young hit a big shot. Rhode Island hit a big shot. Just a few minutes left here. So we've gone through um, the beginning of the South, the beginning of the West. So for me, Mike, in the West, I'm going to have Gonzaga against North Carolina in the Elite Eight. And then in the South, I'm going to have Arizona-Cincinnati in the Elite Eight. I'm going to have Arizona meet North Carolina in the Final Four. So that's the South and the West side of the brackets. Does Yours is going to shape up a little differently, though, because I know you were talking San Diego State. Yeah, so my my uh, my round of eight, well, in the Sweet, sweet 16, I'll just run by them. Virginia, Arizona, Loyola, Cincy, Xavier, Gonzaga, San Diego State, North Carolina. Once we get to the round of eight, now we're looking at Arizona, Cincinnati, Gonzaga, San Diego State. That's how I am on uh, on what's my left side of, of the bracket. And then over on uh, on the east bracket, that's Villanova. And I think Villanova's got a great draw. They're going to be really, really tough. So I'm, we, I'm just going to pencil Villanova all the way into the final four for myself. Uh, I have Villanova, Alabama, West Virginia, Wichita State, Florida, Texas Tech, Arkansas, Purdue, Kansas, uh, Arkansas, Purdue. So I have a complete chalk, uh, actually Alabama over Virginia Tech. So pretty close to a chalk bracket in the first round through. Uh, and then I have Nova, West Virginia, Florida, and Purdue. So I have Florida beating Texas Tech. And I have Florida beating Purdue. Those are going to be um, my big upsets in the East. It'll be Villanova versus Florida with Villanova making it to the Final Four. You know what they say every year, right? Watch out for those 12 seats. I got Murray State upsetting West Virginia. I know West Virginia is one of the better defensive squads in the tourney. They've got the fantastic press D, and uh, they can make things really, really tough. But at the same time, I think they're a little bit inconsistent offensively, and I think Murray State's got some firepower. Year in, year out, we see, what, 40% of the 12s win somehow, which doesn't really make any sense to me. I don't know how it always aligns that way, but this is one of the 12s that I like a lot is Murray State with the upset. Otherwise, I'm with you. Uh, Villanova, yeah, I've got Alabama over Virginia Tech, not a really big upset. Got Wichita State advancing. I like them. They're well coached. They're, they've been a really good team over the last few years. Uh, Florida over St. Bonnie. Texas Tech over Stephen F. Austin. Butler, 
taking care of Arkansas, and then Purdue taking care of Fullerton. And then we're going to move to the Midwest. This is where I'll have a, a couple upsets, and I have an interesting round, uh, second round, I guess now third round matchup. Uh, Kansas winning, Seton Hall winning, and then this is where things are going to get a little crazy with the cheese whiz. New Mexico State, they are plus, if you're betting the game, New Mexico State is plus five right around there in, in that department. I, I'm they're going to win straight up, Mike. They have losses at St. Mary's. They lost to USC in a tournament. I remember watching this team earlier. They beat Miami in a tournament earlier in the year when Miami was undefeated. Since the loss to USC, New Mexico State is 17-2, and and one of those losses came in overtime. Clemson is 3-5 and in their last eight. They have played some tough teams, but they lost at Florida State, Duke, and Virginia Tech, at Syracuse, and then against Virginia. So a New Mexico State for me. I think uh, an upset against the five-seeded Clemson, 12-5. I was thinking that we were going to be pretty polar opposite, but guess what? We're kind of not. Now, in this side of the bracket, uh, what I'll tell you is this. I've never seen this before for for one of my brackets. I've got the 9, 10, 11, 12, and 13 seeds advancing from this first round. And you you better watch out because one of your 10s could go down in just a moment. Oklahoma is down by two with just 48 seconds to go, and I also have Oklahoma moving on in the first uh, through this first round. So we're going to need some Trey Young magic here in the last 50 seconds or so. Mike, I have the 12 New Mexico State against the 13 Charleston. I think Charleston I do too. is going to upset too. Auburn. Um, I'm not a huge Auburn guy. Charleston, they played at Wichita State and they lost. They played at Rhode Island and they lost by six. We're watching Rhode Island right now play. Both of those games they played without their junior forward, Jarrell Brantley. In the 23 games that he's played, he's averaged 17 points a game, seven rebounds. He scored 20 points 10 times, and he's also hit 30 points. This is a team that is 14-1 in their last 15 games, and they have three players averaging over 17 points, two guards who can light it up Mikey Charleston one of the upsets and I'm going to play them I'm going to make a little wager on the money line too you're going to get around 10 points playing Charleston I got Murray State and uh, uh, the the Charleston as well as New Mexico State as some of my big upsets that are advancing so we are kind of on the same page it's looking eerily similar I'm kind of excited to see who you've got in your final four and ultimately in your finals matchup um We've probably got about three or four minutes before we get to break, so we'll try to finish up our practice and uh, maybe talk to some people here in Las Vegas. Once again, Gino bringing it to you live from Fresno Island Casino. I'm sure you guys hear the background noise. Maybe you don't hear us that clearly, but that's because we're at the heart of the this is just an electric the atmosphere is incredible mikey it is a blast we got people coming up taking pictures with us right now as we're live on the on the radio what a what a place this is my favorite wagering day of the year well, and here's the thing. I think a lot of people are intrigued by the radio show, but hey, let's face it. You've done a little acting. You've also been on TVG, so you've been bringing horse racing to people's living rooms for years. I mean, years. I'm a star, Mike. Let's be honest here. You don't have to, you don't have to sugarcoat it. I'm an absolute stud. I mean, by the set and, uh, and and taking pictures with you is not a is not an uncommon occurrence. You actually um, got a red carpet here. Rolled up right to my feet. They have a red carpet. So, I mean, 
unbelievable. Treasure Island's taking great care of us, and we're going to bring on some of our friends in a moment, and we're going to pick their brain, and we're going to get their final four selections. Good here. So let's uh, let's go in with uh, the selection. Uh, I have got to tell you that if I'm going to do well in this bracket, it's really going to come down to these upsets happening. I'm going to really need Oklahoma let's, right here. But let's see here. It looks like I'm kind of losing my signal a little bit. Let's go back. Okay, uh, I'm going to go through the, the Elite Eight that I've got. Um, what do you with yours as mine comes back up again? Yeah, so I've got Arizona against Cincinnati, which I think will be an excellent game. The key that I have really to my bracket now is with the injury um, for Virginia, I think Arizona can beat them. As a USC fan, watching Arizona in the Pac-12, DeAndre Ayton is just unbelievable. I don't think anyone can stop him. Um, I really, really think that uh, that he is the best player in college basketball, and I think he will be very, very tough to deny in a scenario like this. So, Looking at a tie game now in this Oklahoma-Rhode Island game. It is tied with just 10 seconds left to go, Rhode Island. You've got the ball trying to win the game here. Are we going to have a buzzer beater in the first game of the day? The shot is off. Oh, no good. We're going to overtime. We're going to overtime here. I'll tell you what, man. There are some people sweating it out over here, not only because there's some people that need Oklahoma to advance, but also there's a guy next to me here that put a ton of money on the over in that game, and the only way that it could clear over is to get to OT. His prayers have been answered. Now let's see if they could come up with some points in overtime. So, Gino, we've got about two minutes left before we go to our first commercial break here. So, rounding out my uh, Sweet 16, I'm just going to run by them real fast. And that side of the bracket is Virginia, Arizona, Loyola, Cincy, Xavier. Actually, I already gave you that. My apologies, everyone. Next round, uh, you're you can see, in. there's Come a lot on, going on. Another one over so. there, Mike. Jeez, you're all hung over from last night. Still, you rolled out about five hours later. We're sitting here waiting for you to get to the show. We're looking at our watch. You're still not here. I remember my first trip to Vegas, Mike. I mean, act like you've been here before, right? Hey, man, I am an experienced, <laughs> savvy Vegas veteran, and not just that. I'm also going to be delivering here the uh, winning championship uh, bracket. So. Uh, let's keep going. Sweet 16, Villanova, Wichita State, Florida, Purdue, Kansas, New Mexico State, Michigan State, and Duke. My round of eight, Wichita State against Purdue, Kansas against Michigan State. So I think we're a little bit different there because I've got Wichita State with that experience in, in the tournament, uh, proving them well. And I've got Purdue advancing as well, which uh, gets us to the final four. Who you got? So for me, I have uh, Gonzaga and North Carolina in the Elite Eight, and I have North Carolina beating Gonzaga to move on to the Final Four. Uh, In the Midwest bracket, I have Kansas and Michigan State. One of the big games that a lot of people are looking forward to is Michigan State-Duke. Now, remember, they got to get there, but that could be an excellent 2-3 matchup in the Midwest, Michigan State versus Duke, two just of the incredible power programs. Um, I have Michigan State over Kansas making their way into the Final Four. And then I have Florida and Villanova in the Elite Eight over in the East Final. So Villanova, Michigan State, Arizona, and North Carolina for me. That's my final four, Mikey. My final four, and we got about 30 seconds here. So 
Arizona against San Diego State. That's a West flavor. And Purdue against Michigan State, you're talking about a, a Midwest flavor. Purdue's got no my, shot. My, my finals is going to be Arizona against Michigan State, and I've got Michigan State as the NCAA champion team for 2018. Are you ready to take a break? Because we got some free basketball going on. It is overtime in the first game of the morning, and then when we get back from this break, we're going to bring on the champagnes. Not one, what's better than one champagne? two champagnes because you always need more champagne do you not mike absolutely and on that note let's take our first commercial break and we will be back with andrew champagne and his father and uh, they'll tell us a little bit about their vegas experience so far so we'll be back in a few short moments stay with us Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Are you ready for the latest sports news, the culture around the game, and unique insight? Then you need to make Kareem and the Coach your destination each week. Host Kareem Rush played for the LA Lakers and has the inside track to personas in both professional and college sports. Co-host Eric Newman is a former basketball coach and now a producer and filmmaker. Together they cover sports and entertainment in a fast-paced hour every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time and 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby on Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. This is the Mike Abadir Show. If you want to call in today, we can be reached at 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to mike at themikeabadirshow.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back, everyone. Mike and Gino bringing it to you live from Treasure Island, Las Vegas. We are here for the NCAA tournament, and we've got our guest, Gino and I. You know, why don't you let us know who we have on here and give him the uh, proper treat, because he's, he's a well-rounded sports handicap. Yeah, he's sitting right next to Premature Peter, is what our new nickname for Mike is, who... Uh, Came in about uh, 10 or 20 seconds, a little too too soon before the commercial break there. But Andrew Champagne, a good friend of mine, former colleague, uh, a man who now works for DRF, but a man who is a gambler nonetheless and who makes the trip out here 
How many years now have you been making the trip with your pops out here for this uh, the first few days of the tourney? Uh, this will be our fifth straight year. My dad's been doing it for a couple of years uh, before that, but this is always a great time. Uh, we do this every year. You go around sports books, you see the same people year after year. You go from party to party, and when games start swinging back and forth with every basket light, there's really nothing like it. I actually heard that uh, Team DeVry asked you to, to come in and, and play center for them a little later on today. I'm good for five fouls, man. Hey, you got to use those fouls up. You got some size. I know you're going to get a board or two down low, but let's let's get to the good stuff, Andrew. Why why everybody wants to hear from you? We all want to make a few wagers this time of the year. We all want to want to check on our brackets. Who's making it to the final four? And give us maybe one upset that you like, or one maybe team that's kind of under the radar. Sure. Well, we actually agree on a little bit here. We both like Arizona. I simply think DeAndre Ayton is the best player in the country, and he's got a good supporting cast that's peaking at the right time. I think the winner of Arizona-Kentucky comes out of the South. I respect Cincinnati, and I respect Virginia. They're both defense-first teams, and if they get cold, it's going to be very tough to wake them up. I like Arizona out of that region as the four seed. I actually like them going to the title game. We both like North Carolina out of the West, and both Gonzaga. I have Gonzaga minus 13 in their game right now. They're up nine at the half. So not a horrible start to that game. Hopefully that can continue on in the second half. Coming out of the East, it's a little bit tricky. Villanova looks like a well-rounded team. I love their shooters. The question is, can Jay Wright prove that his run a couple of years ago was no fluke? Because if you look at Jay Wright's resume, you see a lot of wins and you see a lot of early exits in the tournament. However, I simply think they've got too many horses. I think they come out of that region, though I respect Purdue. And coming out of the Midwest, Gino, it makes me just a horrible person to even think Don't this. tell me you did it. You didn't do the Dukies. I did. Oh, no. And on top of that, on top of that, Gino, I think Duke wins the national title, and I'll tell you why. DeAndre Ayton is a very tough matchup for anybody. Duke has Marvin Bagley, and they've got plenty of experience. I simply think that Duke is the most logical team to win the national title this year. As you can hear, the sports book going wild over Rhode Island, Oklahoma right now. 92 seconds left to go in that one. This is a, yeah, this is a blast, Bert. We see a lot of buzzer beaters and a lot of games end, but generally it takes a few before not the first one right off the bat going to overtime, and we got a really close game, a back-and-forth one right here. So you've got the Dukies winning it all. Is that correct? Yes, I do. I've got Duke over Arizona. I think that's a good game, but I think Bagley and Aiton uh, cancel each other out, and I think Duke's experienced supporting cast is just going to be a bit too much for the Wildcats, who make a nice run as the four seed. Andrew, give us your plugs again. Where can everybody find you? You uh, We're talking basketball, but generally you're focusing on uh, on horse racing a lot. You've been doing a great job for DRF and DRF Formulator. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. I am uh, one of our social media voices on the DRF. Uh, you can follow us online, DRF Inside Post on Twitter. I also run the DRF Formulator account. Been doing a couple of videos. We had a horse hit the board earlier today at Gulfstream Park. Not a bad run there. Uh, that's at DRF Formulator. And if people want to follow me, it's at Andrew Champagne on Twitter. You can also look at my website, andrewchampagne.com. And just like a fine wine, champagne only gets better with age. So we are going to bring in the next champagne. 
Dave Champagne, who's going to come in and tell us his final four. So, Mr. Champagne, we just uh, we just spoke to your younger son. How do you feel about the final four? Are you close, or do you differ with him on uh, on some of his selections? Well, you may not believe this, but I do not have a final four. I take this day by day. Oh, nice. And and go from there. I like so that. So once we get done with today, I'll worry about Saturday. Tomorrow, I'll worry about Sunday. And before we leave town early next week, I'll have next weekend play. That's a good approach. Sounds like a man with experience there. Big on on necessarily our brackets instead of taking them one game at a time. Oh, so. As we're watching this great game in overtime between Rhode Island and Oklahoma, what do you need right now and maybe a little bit later on today? Anything that you'll really like? I've got uh, three underdogs I've played today. The first one is Oklahoma that I have with the points and on the money line. Loyola, Chicago, the same way. And uh, I also use St. Bonaventure. Um, I can't lose on them. I hit on them uh, two days ago, so I'm playing with house money. Awesome. I've got uh, points and money line on both. So where is your son going to be taking you out to dinner later on tonight? <laughs> <laughs> He's on record, so now yeah. you, now you got to put him put him under the bus now. Well, I'm sure it'll be McDonald's if he's paying. <laughs> in and out, in and out, in and out. Okay, that's, no, that's there's what. There's a line at In and Out. It'll be McDonald's. <laughs> it'll be McDonald's. Well, we had a blast here with the champagnes. Very happy to have Andrew and Dave on with us. We'll let you guys go. Sit back in your awesome front row seats. You guys were parked out here early. You got a great spot in the sports book. Let's get Oklahoma home. Let's get St. Bonnie home for you. And Andrew, when the when the show's done, I'll come on over and have a drink with you. Sounds good. And let's get South Dakota State home as well. Oh, yeah. I've got them plus eight. The and Dominator. I've also, and I've also got the over in that game. I think both teams are going to shoot a lot of threes. Okay, we're going to be rooting for South Dakota State quite a bit. I think they're the Jackrabbits, I believe. So. Yes, the Jackrabbits. Awesome. Andrew, thank you very much. Dave, thank, thank you, you both, Champagnes. Good luck, guys. I'll be hanging out with you in just a minute. Okay, Gino, are you ready for our next guest? Oh, yeah. Okay. Let's bring on a guy. He's been uh, rooting for this uh, for this Oklahoma-Rhode Island game, so let's find out where his rooting interest may lie. So why don't we bring over uh, uh, Brandon over here? Uh-oh, Brandon. This is a tight one, huh? Yeah. Yep. Uh, okay, so what do you... Brandon, introduce yourself to us. Where are? Uh, what's your name and where are you from? Uh, my name is Brandon James Perez. I'm from Menifee, California, uh, Riverside area, kind of in between LA and San Diego. Awesome. How long are you in Vegas for? Uh, been in Vegas since Monday. Be here till Friday unless I keep winning, and then I'll extend the trip out to the uh, second uh, round. We're gonna keep winning, buddy. We're Let's gonna keep it. winning, and Let's we're gonna it. get you here for another. Okay, round. so another let me game. let me jump in here. I've been seeing I've been seeing Brandon rooting for the Oklahoma Rhode Island game quite a bit. Based yeah. on your body language, I think it's Rhode Island. So walk us through who you have, why you played them. Are you a fan of either team, and is this a, a big wager for you, a small one? Walk us through kind of what your rooting interests are about. Okay, yeah, I'm uh, I'm I'm going for the. Right now, so we're uh, we're up two with uh, a minute and three to go um, at the free throw line. Uh, yeah, so I have a relatively big wager for me, uh, pretty small, I'm sure, compared to a lot of people. But uh, crawling there. So yeah, so I got. Not only do I have this game uh, by itself, I have this tied in with a couple other parlays. So you know, <laughs> this one's a little bit important. Got to get the first one out of the way. You exactly. got to get it rolling right. right off the bat. Right. Okay, so if we're looking at the rest of the bracket right now, okay. who else? And maybe do you have in your parlays today, or who else do you have going far? I got Kentucky going far. I think uh, they, they started off pretty rough of the year. Uh, they're, they're obviously young. They're always young. Um, but somebody who they, that's going to decrease uh, as the year goes on. They're going to they're going to get that experience and, and learn to play with each other more. So uh, even though they had a rough start, I feel they're going to start gelling and, and 
Coach Collin, everybody's been here before, and that experience is pretty crucial. Man, you're very eloquent. I think you might have a future <laughs> I in I know. Have you done this before, or are you? Uh, no, I've not done this before. I've been rooting for sports before and learning about it my whole life, but uh, never on the, in front of a mic. You're coming with some concise thoughts. Your, your angles are good. I like it. Very, very well done. Um, I appreciate give, that. Give us one or, one or two more teams you like uh, to make a, a long run. All right. Uh, let's see, to make a long run, I have Villanova again. Again, the experience. Uh, there's... They have a senior point guard, and like, I keep harping on the experience. I just think that that's going to take you far. Um, so my final four, are we, are we holding off for that? Or no, go, ahead, go? go ahead. Okay. Yeah. So uh, like I said, I mentioned I got Kentucky. Um, I got Mich- Kentucky playing Michigan. They, I just think they have they have the ice in their veins when it comes to tournament time. From, from last year in their, in their conference tournament uh, to this year, it's, you know, are they a three seed this year, right? Yep. They're a three seed. So, I, you know, they're, they're no underdog, but um, – you know, and they're one of the blue bloods. So I got Kentucky and Michigan, and in the East Midwest region, uh, Villanova, and of course uh, Duke. Who, you know, Bagley. people love and hate him. Marvin Bagley, the kids, the kids in the NBA player are playing in college He's right a, now. Duke might have That's five the, first round draft picks right. on their team. They right. are loaded. Right. Everybody hates him, but Grayson Allen is good for a trip or two. You know, yeah. uh, when you need. As much as you don't like him, you know, you, you kind of have to look at it objectively and and just understand that. Again, they've been here before. The coach has been here before, and. With the kids being so young, I think the coach's experience is is really science through this time of year. Well, we like you, and we're gonna have to get you to give us a call in. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, absolutely. Talk sports with us anytime. I'd love to. Yeah, My I'd man Brandon to. knows this college basketball. I'll tell you that much. That's for sure. So <laughs> yeah. thank you. We're gonna give you our card and uh, and give us. A I call. got it. I love yeah. to give a listen. Guys. Listen in uh, next few weeks and give us a call. We'll talk more tourney with you or whatever's on your mind. Honor to be here and uh, pleasure talking to you guys. Great job, buddy. Thanks, Brandon. Awesome. Awesome. That was a great job, man. He was ro- he came in rolling. He came in rolling, ready to rock and roll. Yep, absolutely. Now let's bring in uh, let's bring in our next guest. So we've got David. Uh, David, why don't you use this mic over here? And uh, first of first off, just tell us, uh, give us your name and, and where you're from. All right, my name is Dave Polite. I'm uh, from Washington, Missouri. There was just a big shot made by Rhode Island. That was that cheer you heard from the crowd just now. Uh, I'm from a, a town about 40 miles uh, west of St. Louis. Very good. And, and so, uh, who are you? Who are you rooting for? Who's in your final four? Do you have any plays today that you're rooting for? Uh, walk us through some of your wagers. Well, I'm, I'm rooting for Rhode Island big time in this case. Um, I'm, I went to St. Louis University there in Atlantic 10 team, so is Rhode Island, so I'm rooting for them. I'm hoping they do well. Uh, I also put some money on them to um, to cover uh, this game. Looks like they're doing well, so um, I think we're doing okay. Now, have you um, have you ever won a uh, bracket before when you've played in March, uh, you know, tourneys and things, things, things of that nature? I've never won a bracket before, but in college, I did know a guy who picked the bracket all the way through. He picked every single game. That was back in 1991, so that was a long time ago, but but it was still a, a pretty big accomplishment. I think that's worth a billion dollars now, now right? I think, I think Warren Buffett will give you a billion bucks if you hit that. Um, so what? how long are you in town, and who are you here with? Like, is this like a yearly trip for you? Is this something you do all the time, or what, what brought you out to Vegas for uh, this week? I'm here until Sunday. I'm here with my fantasy football league uh, guys. Uh, they come out here every other year from the St. Louis area um, and just watch a lot of basketball and bet on basketball and have a lot of other fun and do some gambling here and there, and, and we just have a good time. 
Now, uh, you're in St. Louis, you said, or you were from St. Louis, so are you, I'd imagine you're probably a Cardinal fan, baseball season coming up? That is right. Um, you know, the, the Cardinals are always in the mix. We'll see what they can do this year. I don't know if they've got enough to uh, get past the Cubs and the Dodgers in the National League, but we'll see what they can do. I've always, I've always wanted to ask a Cardinal fan this. Do you think that it's because the Astros stole some emails and some secrets from the Cardinals that they won the World Series? Uh, no, I don't think it's because they stole any secrets. I think it's because they had better players. <laughs> there you go. Well, hey, you guys have had a long and storied history, so the Astros deserve a, a championship every once in a while too, right? Yeah, that that is right. We're happy to share the wealth. I think the... Obviously, the Yankees have won far and away more championships than anybody else, but the Cardinals are, are next um, in, in terms of championships won, and so we hope to get another one this year. Is, is there any other game later today, tomorrow, that you're excited to wager on in this tournament? Well, we're excited to watch Missouri. Uh, University of Missouri or Mizzou plays tomorrow uh, late. They play Florida State. Uh, it's a pick em game. It, it's pretty evenly matched. You never know really what you're going to get from Missouri, and so we'll we'll see what they come out with tomorrow night. They've got the player who was the number one um, recruit in the nation last year, Michael Porter Jr., who's going to play his first full game uh, tomorrow night. So we'll see what they can do. Michael Porter Jr. is one of those type of players, and he could really lead a team if healthy. I'm sure he's going to be ready to rock. Who do you want to give a shout-out to back home? Anyone you want to say hello to? I'll give a shout-out to my wife, Kim. I got three boys, sophomores, uh, senior, and, and seventh grade, uh, Jack, Kurt, and Luke. I'll give a shout-out to them back at home and um, hope they are uh, watching all these games and rooting for the teams that I put money on because it benefits them, obviously. And so, uh, <laughs> They can hopefully get to college now, right? <laughs> exactly, yeah, but my senior's uh, going to Mizzou next year, so he, he needs to figure out how to pay for that tuition, so we're... Uh, we're keeping an eye on that. So he's a Michael Porter fan today. Awesome. Uh, today he is. Thank, today thank, he is. Thank you so much, David. Really uh, appreciate you coming on with us, and good luck the rest of your trip. Have a great time. All right. Thank you. Awesome. We'll have this uh, show up in a few hours, and that way you can uh, you can listen to yourself on demand. You can have the wife and the kids listen to. Great job, man. All right. Thanks, guys. Awesome here. We're having a lot of fun. We're wheeling people in one at a time. They're giving us their final fours, their plays, their selections. Um, and we have our first unfortunate loss of the day, Mike. You and I are already 0-1 to start. We, we are out, but here's... Back and they beat Oklahoma in overtime. So Oklahoma and Trey Young are out. They were one of the teams that everybody was talking about how maybe they shouldn't even have made it in. Unfortunately, you can't really compare what happens once the teams are in because it's really about the body of work. But Oklahoma is out, so we won't get that Trey Young versus Duke matchup in round two. Yeah, that's unfortunate. But uh, I'll tell you who is happy is our, our next guest, and we'll get into that a little bit more. But if you remember, about 20 minutes ago, I said somebody desperately needed the over to come in. So we'll bring on uh, our next guest. He was rooting passionately for the over-under, and uh, he'll tell us about that. Let's go to our next commercial break, Gino, and when we come back, we'll uh, keep it rolling from Treasure Island, Las Vegas. We'll be back in a few short moments. Don't go anywhere.
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice American Network and let's talk football. This week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav, we're talking pig pursuits. With few season restrictions, generous bag limits, and plenty of opportunities, hunters never tire of burning some bacon. Joining us is Fred Eichler of Predator Nation, Hal Schaefer from Greg Zipidelli's Drop Zone, and Jerry Courtney, VP of Marketing for Ranch Hand. It's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready for the Get Down with Hurley Brown. Want to get inside of the minds of the players and coaches? We'll talk everything sports, but with a focus on the NFL, NBA, and college football. We'll review and preview the week's big games. We'll talk about the draft choices and free agents and go inside the teams for news, recruiting, and what's next from the colleges to the pro teams. It's the Get Down with Hurley Brown. Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific, on Voice America Sports. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. This is the Mike Abadir Show. If you want to call in today, we can be reached at 1 888 346 9144. That's 1 888 346 9144. Or send an email to Mike at the MikeAbadirShow.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back, everyone. Mike and Gino bringing it to you live from Treasure Island Sportsbook in Las Vegas. We are covering the tournament, of course, day one. There's already been some exciting matchups. We've had an overtime game, and uh, we're going to bring on somebody else uh, from uh, from the, the audience over here that's been passionately rooting, and uh, let's let's bring him on right now. Why don't you give us your name and uh, where you're from? Hey, this is Daniel. I'm from Los Angeles, California, originally. How's it going, Mike, today? And so uh, you were passionately rooting for the Rhode Island-Oklahoma game. Tell us why. Yeah, it was, Mike. I actually built out a predictive model that uh, essentially will tell me who to put money on, and it, it predicted that this, that game would go over. So I took the money on it. And it looks like my right state uh, Tennessee game did the same thing. So my model so far is 2-0. Very good. Now, did you uh, did you put together a bracket for uh, for the uh, tournament? And if so, who is in your final four and your finals and your champion? Things of that nature. So my final four is very Michigan heavy. So I have Michigan on one side, Michigan State on the other, Villanova at at the top of the East, and I also have Arizona as an emotional pick. So I attended the University of Arizona. I have uh, Arizona basically winning it all against Villanova. 
Aiden's, Aiden's a monster, right? Let's be honest. I'm a USC fan. He dominated my Trojans. He basically kept them out of the tournament by uh, rushing them, even though the Trojans were up at halftime. Is there anybody in this entire tournament that can really stop Aiden when he's on? I think there's only one guy that potentially has an opportunity to maybe slow him down, but I don't think anybody can stop him, and that would be Bagley Jr., but I don't think Bagley can actually handle him. So we're talking uh, about your um, your formula and, and what you have done. I was looking through some of your information last night. It's really incredible. Tell us a little bit about what you put together, your spreadsheet, what kind of stuff you have. You it seemed like, I mean, from you have everything broken down, teams, conferences, um, totals, uh, what, like you said, spreads, and then you'll notice differences between the lines and what your model has. So essentially what I've done is I've taken Ken Pomeroy's uh, data and essentially compiled that data and turned that into a spreadsheet. Uh, and from there, all the different efficiencies, specifically offensive efficiency, defensive efficiency, uh, turnover ratio, the amount of possessions per team, and sort of the tempo of the game. And finally, what I'll call a luck factor, which is the coach factor. And that essentially will give me the over-unders or a predictive score, which will give me an over-under and, and ultimately a spread. And the closer that's, so the standard deviation of two points on a spread will tell me to pick. If it's greater than two, I'll pick, or net great or less than two, I'll make the pick for the uh, underdog. And conversely, for a over/under, if it's greater than 2.5 on either side, I'll make the pick on the over/under. So far, like I said, I'm 100%. There we go. And so, how long have you been putting this information together? Uh, this has been a work in progress for probably about 10 years. I actually created it originally, uh, and I have a friend of mine who's a data scientist who took my data and put it up on steroids, and now it's now it's what it is today. Incredible stuff. Um, let, let's talk uh, about any of the other games going on today as we just kind of look at the sheet. What, what jumps out at you, anything else on this Thursday as maybe a game that you might be looking at wagering on or maybe a, maybe something that your model finds a little different than the, the betting lines? So I like the Duke-Iona game. Um, right now, my, my model is predicting uh, an over bet. Um, I feel like, you know, not only do, does my model predict it, but I feel like Krzyzewski typically when he's up uh, 15 to 20 points on a team, he does not give up and doesn't take the, the pedal uh, up at all. He does not start throwing in uh, guys that don't get a lot of playing time during the season. He'll just keep playing and he'll run up the score. So I feel like that, to me, should lend itself to an overbet. So that's a little later on with Duke and uh, Iona. Um, and then this is a game that I'm curious. You and I talked a little bit about this game last night. This is the the real buzz game, the Loyola-Chicago. Everyone is jumping on Loyola-Chicago. Miami is favored by about a point, point and a half, maybe two, depending on where you get it. Miami now has an injury, no Bruce Brown Jr. Um, Loyola, what, do you, what are your, just kind of your overall thoughts of this game? It scares me when I hear so many people in the public picking a dog, but this really isn't a huge dog with Loyola. So based on my model actually predicts this as, so right now the current spread is minus one and a half. 
and Miami, Florida is the favorite. Well, my model actually predicts that uh, Loyola Chicago should actually be the favorite in the game. And thus, I would take Loyola Chicago. But once again, I go back to what I said originally, is that if there's not a two-point uh, differential, I don't touch the game. So this is a game I probably won't touch. Too close. Too close to call. But if I was gonna, if I was a betting man, I'd probably take Loyola Chicago. And then, uh, and then one more game uh, later on. You mentioned Arizona. Is this the kind of Arizona we like going far? Buffalo's not a bad team. Is this a game that you just you're watching as a fan with it's about an eight and a half, nine point spread or so? Arizona favorite over. So I like that. I've seen Buffalo play a few times. They actually played Syracuse early in the year, who's my other favorite team. Um, I actually use Syracuse as my barometer a lot of times when I don't know a team and I've only seen them play once or twice. Syracuse beat them at home uh, earlier in the year, and as a result, I think though I think that Arizona probably goes away um, winning by about 10 and, 11, 10, and a half, 11, 10 and a half to 11 and a half based on the fact I think Arizona is too big even though Buffalo plays four guards and Miller will not be able to use Dusan Ristic and DeAndre Ayton at the same time but nonetheless I think that Arizona goes away wins by about 10 to 11 points. That's good stuff, Daniel. Well, we uh, definitely appreciate you giving us a breakdown and coming on and joining us. Best of luck to you on all your wagers, and hopefully you run the table in your uh, own contest and uh, with your personal bets. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Gino, for having me. You guys have a great one. Absolutely. Thank machine. you, Daniel. You're an absolute machine. I always appreciate someone who puts in all the time and the research that Daniel does. Great, great job. We have about... Oh, maybe 10 minutes left, and we have a great guest joining us right now. We are going to have on next week from Covers, the Parlay Queen, Monique. And right now from Covers, we have joining us Patrick Everson. Patrick, I'm following you on Twitter all the time. I see your <laughs> updates. You're always giving me uh, great information. Is this one of the best times ever to be in Vegas for these first few days of the tournament? Oh, it's a total bucket list. You got to do it. As you and you, you, you're speaking from experience, you've done it, and so have I a couple of times. But yeah, you have to do it. It's just one of those things. That, I mean, it'd be great if you could stay all weekend. But even if you can just go Thursday, Friday. I mean, look at this place. There are people pouring out of Treasure Island Sports, but it is jam packed. I was just across the way at Mirage in the, earlier than the morning. It was slammed. It slammed everywhere. You got to do it. Oh, it, the energy. It's just incredible. Yeah. The lines don't stop. Every time there's another wave of games going, we're looking at the line right in front of us. There's probably 40 people standing in line at least this morning at 730. The books all opened up. They had lines out the door already. Right. Now, now that we set the scene for everyone, now people want to know the real important stuff. Tell us about your bracket a little bit. Who do you have going far? Who do you like in the final four? Is there maybe a, a like a deep-seated team that you have upsetting a game or two? Give us kind of an overview of what your bracket looks like. I did a couple different brackets because I had a couple different lines of thought. But I will tell you, in all of them, I have Michigan going quite a ways. And that's not really a, you know, everybody saw how they played in the Big Ten tournament. That's a good basketball team. So I have them going to the final four in all of my brackets. I like Arizona a lot, too, which I don't think will surprise people. But I think what helps Arizona quite a bit, they definitely got a tough bracket. And that next round, if it's 4-5 Arizona-Kentucky, holy cow, that's a tough drop. But if they get through that, Virginia not having their sixth man could be really helpful to Arizona's chances of getting to the Final Four. Because now what it does is it – I've heard a lot of people mention this, too. This, this Virginia team this year was a little different because of – the extra scoring that they had off the bench there. And now without Hunter, without that additional scoring, it's kind of like a Virginia team of old where they can still win. They're still talented enough, 
but they're not really going to be able to outscore you. They're going to probably try to suck the life out of the game a little bit. Right. The production's probably going to come down a little bit. They were averaging 67 points a game this year, I believe, which is kind of high, honestly, for yeah. a Virginia team. They might revert back to that 55, 57, 59 point games, which is exactly what they'll want. If they keep it down there, they're going to beat a lot of teams. But Arizona obviously can score the basketball. I mean, the Pac-12 tournament last week here in town, it was ridiculous. Uh, DeAndre Ayton is a man among boys. He's unstoppable. So I'm a I, Trojan fan, unfortunately. Yeah. I, yeah, I've dealt with him a few times this year. I don't understand how USC is not in the field. Oh, goodness. Uh, I, I, I feel bad for you. Uh, I like uh, – it, it's hard to not like Villanova. I think they've got kind of a favorable draw in their bracket if you look at the teams in there. But I do like the way West Virginia plays when they figure out ways to win. So I know in one of my brackets I took West Virginia to knock off Villanova and get to the Final Four just because, I mean, West Virginia arguably could be 3-0 and against Kansas this yeah, year. they're a very, very good team, well-coached. Mm-hmm. You know Huggins is going to get one soon. Um, kind of amazing that he really hasn't. Uh, right. And, and then we, we look at, at the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Um, who do you have coming out of the Midwest or, or making a, a deep run there? I don't have Kansas or Duke there. I have Michigan State, okay, which, which I don't think people will be surprised by. I mean, Tom is it's just he's a, he's a, he's a made-for-March coach. He always seems to do this, whether he's a one seed, a three seed, a five seed, a seven seed, whatever he is. That, that's my champion, actually, is Michigan State. Absolutely. For the exact reasons that you're talking about. He just knows how to get it done in March. He, um, he's uncanny about it. Um, I, it's, I think there's some interesting things with both Michigan State and Arizona. Arizona's obviously got this controversy swirling around it. So that's a, that's a program that doesn't know what's going to happen once this tournament's over. Michigan State, I mean, there's a little bit of rumors around what Izzo may or may not do when the season's over. So those teams may be ones that uh, that want to step up for their coaches in kind of an unusual spot of not knowing what's next. And then let's talk about later today or even tomorrow in the first round, is there any um, double-digit seed that you have uh, in an upset? Uh, I, t- I, uh, I took South Dakota State. Nice, the dominator. Uh, I took South Dakota I did State. Too. Uh, I, there, I like that team. I'm looking over the bracket here to see. Uh, what, oh, I took St. Bonaventure over Florida. Uh, I took St. Bonaventure on Tuesday night for what it, what, what, it, what, it, what it's worth in the play-in game or whatever they call it. But, yeah, I took the Bonnies over Florida. Uh, and we're going to be Jackrabbit fans today. We're going to be rooting for the Dominator. A yeah, absolutely. We're definitely rooting for the Dominator. I'm looking to see if I had any others, maybe a 5-12. Uh... Don't see any others. Oh, I I, uh, I think I took Loyola Chicago over Miami as well. I know that's a popular pick. So. Yeah, and, and you know what? With with Brown, the injury now, and Loyola Chicago, their season. What I like about this year, we have some of the deeper teams, like we just mentioned, South Dakota State, Loyola Chicago, New Mexico State even. These right, are, these right. are seasoned teams. Yes. They played very good out-of-conference schedules early yes. on. They played some of the big boys, so they are battle-tested. So I think we do have an opportunity to see maybe a couple, even a team like Charleston. Auburn's struggling a little bit. That game wouldn't shock me. I kind of like Charleston a little bit there. So right. that's uh, something that I think is a, is a fun, when you're handicapping the games this year, we see a lot of sharp teams too. A lot of these double-digit seeds that are coming in. Getting you sharp know, play. The last 15 games, the last 20 games, they've been excellent. And as you mentioned, they're getting the sharp money too. So I'm really, really excited, and we, we're very, very happy to have had you here. Give, give our, our audience your plugs. Where can we find you on? Actually, before we even get to that, why don't you, uh, why don't you give our listeners maybe a, a really? We've got a couple minutes before we close. A quick feel for uh, what do you, what does Covers.com do, and what do you do for Covers for those who are maybe being introduced to uh, to it for the very first time? Absolutely, say Covers.com. It's a sports analytics and information website. Tons of sports betting information. It's all free. We have great analysis, articles, matchup pages, videos, 
tons of trends, a lot of really good information. It's all free, covers.com. I am basically a sports betting journalist here in Las Vegas. I'm covers.com's man on the ground, so I do a ton of writing and a whole lot of video, and I'm all over Twitter. As, as, as you pointed out, I appreciate the follow very much. I'll make sure to get on, get on your guys' uh, feed as well. Uh, you can find me at covers underscore Vegas, at covers underscore Vegas, and we're putting up a bunch of video and pictures and tweets all weekend long. We'll have a lot of good stuff, so uh, follow along. It'll be fun. Outstanding. Well, I, I encourage everybody to, to check out covers. We're big fans of them. As uh, any regular listeners know, we bring on the parlay queen, Monique, who will be our guest next week to talk about this Monique first round awesome. of men. Oh, yep, yeah, she's fantastic. So we're going to bring her on next week to talk about the uh, results so far and maybe what to expect the following weekend for the Sweet 16. But once again, I encourage you guys to all follow covers and uh, specifically Patrick and uh, check out his good work. So we thank you for coming on and joining us, Patrick. Um, we hope that the rest of your uh, tournament goes extra, extra well for you this year. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for letting me. This was just kind of out of the killer blue. I was just on the way out. You guys let me jump it was on. great. We pulled you right in, and you were awesome, man. Thank you so much. Let's Absolutely. get the Dominator home, okay? Heck yeah, heck yeah. Go Jackrabbits. There we go. Awesome. Great stuff here from Patrick. And uh, you can follow Patrick. Patrick at Covers Vegas. P. Everson at Covers.com. Senior writer over at Covers. It's where I go to get all of my information, where I need, if you need lines for any games, if you need to look at the trends, when you click on each of the matchups, you can see how the teams have done recently in their last few games. So great stuff. Well, Gino, we are up against it. I can't believe this hour has just zipped by so freaking fast. Uh, we hope that the sound quality was up to par for uh, for your listeners out there. We tried to do our best. And, uh, you know, it's our first approach, though, and uh, hopefully it'll keep getting bigger and better. I encourage you guys to join us next time. Have a fantastic turn for everybody that's listening. Good luck. And, uh, good luck to everybody. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you here same time next week, everybody. Enjoy your sports weekend. Thanks for joining us this week for the Mike Abadir Show. Please tune in again next Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another show with Mike and his co-host, Gino Bacola, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Have a great week.